That's right. It's time for Dr. Fraser Crane, where we top the f***. <laughs> <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. No, not for you. It's got to be, it's a hands-off podcast for you people with lots of friends. You know, it's just, uh... Yeah, take your hands off. Just, uh, <laughs> no touching. <laughs> Why am I Drop that? it. <laughs> Drop it like a like a dog, <laughs> like a they, they're like a dog that has a uh, chicken bone in its mouth or something like that. And it's like no, Drop. that's actually not for you. Drop that's it. Only for human adult human beings. <laughs> Drop it. It's only for people with one friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Drop so, it. <laughs> Drop it. You... Multiple friend haver. All you people with uh, multiple friends, uh, just to drop your smartphone or whatever you're listening to this, to this on. So just drop it right on the street and uh, walk away. And we'll put it into a, a dog dookie bag and. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you got to throw clean it. Up. Throw it into the trash can on the uh, on the corner there. You got to clean up after your pets for sure. And Andrew, we're gonna have to clean up after this game because today we're covering <laughs> oh, a real stinker. <laughs> well, you're giving away. I, uh, you're giving it all away here. I'm doing it here. right up. I'm doing it right up top, Andrew. Right. The last episode with Twixt, I uh, I really buried the lead like we talked about. I didn't reveal until the very end that I thought that one was okay and not uh nothing right. special. I'm so so right up top. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk it this time, Andrew. This one is. Very bad. Let's get right into <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game. Yeah, that's right. That is probably the longest board game title that we're maybe ever going to do. I don't know. It, the full <laughs> title is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game. Yes. It's not even just Harry Potter Quidditch card game. It's specifically Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game. Well, and we'll get into why that is in a little bit. But it's also known as Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Quidditch card game if you're living in the UK. Or maybe the rest of the if world, If you're across actually. the pond. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a I good point. I think the United States might might be the only country that calls it Sorcerer's Stone because we're hmm. so extreme over here. You know, we need sorcerers instead of philosophers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Mountain, Mountain Dew Code Sorcerer. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorcerer Fuel, uh, brought to you by <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> Get extreme. Yeah, no, this is a real bad one. We talked about it, speaking of that Twixt episode, we did mention how we should cover a Harry Potter game. We're like, okay, great. Um, and I think we might have covered the worst one. But, you know, it's for two players. And we stepped in it, didn't we, Andrew? <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> uh, but it's for two players, so, you know, we got to cover it. If we if people are demanding Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, I know, it's going to... You know, it's going to come up at some point. Might as well get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Uh, well. Andrew, yeah. everyone at home is trying to figure out what this game is. Why don't you try to sum it up in one sentence? One sentence explanations. Okay, so uh, if I had to sum this up in one sentence, I would probably say that uh, this game is a game for people who actually want to be more confused about the rules of Quidditch than they already are. <laughs> it's a Quidditch card game. Yep, yep, yep. That's accurate. If you've ever read the book or seen the movie, you might be a little confused by all these terms, the quaffles and the beaters and chasers and all this stuff. It's a little confusing, for sure. Bludgers and beaters. and This game definitely takes that confusion to a whole new level. You'll be way more confused after playing this one. Right, right. This is not one that's going to... You're not going to play this and be like, oh, I get it now. You're going to play it and be like, what in the heck? I shouldn't have, <laughs> right. I shouldn't have played this. <laughs> right. In one sentence, I'd say this game is an absolute masterclass in how not to use 
use the intellectual property of a work of fiction. <laughs> yeah, he really squandered your licensing uh, deal on this one. Yeah, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but man, oh man, this was... I don't know why they did this, Andrew. This was... <laughs> From beginning to end, I feel like this was a mistake. Well, I can t- I can tell you why. It's just a cash grab, but we'll, we'll talk more about it. It's a cash <laughs> grab. This before, is a classic cash grab. Yeah, before we get into why and this I, is such a cash grab. And honestly, I can't, I can't, for the life of me, I can't think they grabbed that much cash from this one. So well, we'll see. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably It not, is Mattel, so maybe yeah. they got something out of it. But Anyway, um, before we get into uh, Mattel and why they made this game... Let's try. I mean, it's it's kind of hard actually to explain this one. Let's try and explain how this game works. Uh, quick little explanation here. So you got cards, right? It's a card game, no pieces or anything, and two teams, two decks, Gryffindor and Slytherin. So right off the bat, you can only the be classic two at- showdown. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It is a classic showdown. But of course, you don't have a choice of Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. But uh, that's it. You got right. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you're you're out of you're out of luck. You know they they didn't want to print four decks, even right. though they're the exact same cards essentially in just different colors. But maybe yeah. they were planning. Maybe, right. Maybe they were planning on coming out with expansions after this one became such a hit. So maybe that was right. They were. they were like, they're going to be. Let's get Gryffindor and Slytherin out there, and then people will be beating down our door for the Hufflepuff Ravenclaw. Ah, they'll be beaters. They'll be they'll be throwing bludgers and quaffles at us yeah exactly <laughs> um <laughs> so, so uh, Andrew, you, you you choose whether you're gryffindor or slytherin and again it couldn't matter less right that that's actually probably the most exciting part of this game is where choosing which team you're going to be yeah maybe and that's, that's not exciting yeah, maybe that's the most exciting thing um so then you have another a third deck which is like all the balls of of quidditch i guess what is it called? The, the, yeah, the pitch, yeah, it's the called the deck. pitch deck. Yeah, which is interesting. Which you might think refers to like a soccer pitch. I don't know if that's what they call it in Quidditch or not. A, a yeah, I think pitch. they do. I think they call it a pitch. Yeah. But they also later refer to pulling the top card off of that deck as pitching, quote unquote. And it's so it's like <laughs> what? That <laughs> don't that can't be what they call. Because there's no sort of there's no sort of pitching in this game at all, really. But anyway, that's the third deck is the pitch deck. And I was thinking about this. So you're you're pulling off from the third deck. You know, every turn you pull one off of there and you flip it over, and it's usually like a quaffle or a, what's the other ball called? A bludger. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the snitch. There's one snitch, as everybody knows. That's the object of the game, right? But I think there's two snitches actually in the deck. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. So that's even more to increase the increase the chances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Um, well, that's actually merciful that they did that. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I think that they call it pitching because this was made by Americans, and so they got confused by the word pitch in the book, and they're like, pitch? Oh, I guess you're throwing these balls, I guess, because they're thinking about baseball. But really, pitch oh, you refers think, to the field. Oh, I got you. I, I think somebody messed uh, this up. I really think that just adds to the... I don't know. It seems like somebody... Just, just somebody who's up. never watched or heard of soccer in their entire life was right. in charge of designing this. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. Right, it's some um, American baseball fan who, uh, I don't know, who's never never really quite, did, just kind of skimmed the chapter in the book and didn't just, really even read it. Yeah, it's just Derek Jeter who was in charge of making this game. <laughs> right. This game came out in uh, 2000, right? To, basically like the end of Two, 2000, beginning of 2001, 2001 or whatever. Yeah, so. It's pre it's pre nine eleven. We we know that for sure. Um, yes. So this was was this was this when Derek Jeter was king? Probably. Um. Yeah, actually, I'm not a Yankees guy, so but I think so. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but uh, the he probably was king then. I think like the early aughts or whatever was his uh, yeah. his time, the end of the nineties. Right. 
And yes. uh, he was king for a long time. Let's put it. Let me put it that way. There wasn't exactly a term limit on uh, Derek Jeter. You know what I mean? No. But um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was the designer of this game. You know what yeah. I mean? If they went to him and they said, uh, "Hey, you know, everything you touch turns to gold." You know, would you mind designing a uh, a, a card game based on Quidditch, specifically from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? And he was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." You know, and this is what came out. <laughs> he never read never read the books. That- never. That would make me feel better, actually, if it were that case. Then I would be like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I understand. He's busy. He's busy focusing on his baseball and stuff. But, you know, nope. Nope. Yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. A, it was a game designer who made it. But anyway, <laughs> how do you play? You pull out these cards. Yeah, this game is basically war with a skin right. on it. Because you you have, you have got uh, all, the, all your most popular positions from Quidditch. You got your beaters. You got your chasers. You got your seekers. And they all have a different number on them. And mm-hmm. uh, it's basically if you want to if you want to play for a goal or whatever, you just put down a card secretly and then you flip it over and essentially the highest card wins. Now, yes. there are like a couple of extra rules in there where like if you're going for a bludger, then the beater beats out other class you know other other positions or whatever right. um, And if you're like if you're going if you're making a play on a quaffle for a goal, then a keeper can, you know, stop it from scoring or whatever. Um, if it's if it's the right number or whatever, you got little rules like that that kind of mix it up. But essentially, it's just the higher car- number card wins. Usually, it is. Well, and usually it is because I think they messed up with how many because you can have uh, what six or seven cards in your hand at a time. Yeah, seven 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 card cards. Hand, yeah, seven card hand, which mm-hmm. is I think too many for this because you almost always have too many. one of each. Uh, position in your hand. I mean, you almost always have a keeper or a, a beater or whatever. So it's not like yeah, pretty oh, much. There's only there's only two seekers that that are in your deck right. as well, I believe. So it's like they're a little more rare, which is you know that's on purpose or whatever. But the other ones, it's like it, it doesn't it usually doesn't matter. It's just like highest card wins because I always have what I need to play these balls. But yeah, right. And it's useless because uh, just like in real Quidditch, the uh, the golden snitch, if you can get that one, it's worth 150 points. And that is true. That's based on the book. So you pretty much are guaranteed to win if you can get the golden snitch, just yeah. like in, you know, quote unquote, real Quidditch or whatever, though. The reason why it works a little bit better in real Quidditch, you know, uh, angry, uh, angry, toxic males don't add us um but uh, those guys hate quidditch or whatever but um but the reason it kind of works in the in the fantasy world uh, of harry potter is because it's very hard to catch the golden snitch and so yes. like the idea is like if you can pull that off like you're very talented or whatever so it's like an right. extra amount of skill as opposed to in this game you're just waiting to flip the card over. You're literally waiting, going through the deck until finally the golden snitch pops up, and then okay, finally somebody can end this game, and you play, play a seeker on <laughs> right, it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then you win. Mm-hmm. Um, because and then you, you win or you lose. That's it. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know. I, th- I think as we were playing, we were noticing like because to get 150 points out of just collecting all the quaffles or whatever that that are regular goals. I mean. Yeah, you need fifteen of them. I mean, when do you ever play a game of this and get up to fit? You're not even. You're maybe you have two or three before that golden snitch comes out. Yeah, it's 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 insane. It's really badly designed. It's. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing if you're playing any other sport in the world, you know, soccer, or hockey, or I'm sorry, if you're across the pond, football, you know, right, um, right. or American football, or it's like when are you ever up fifteen? <laughs> over somebody of of those goals? You know what I mean? Right. It would be in, insane. Like they would literally be like we. 
we can't let this happen. That's called a laugher right there. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just it just doesn't happen. So the the idea that somebody could win without the golden snitch is uh Yeah, which I'll say is also more likely to happen in an actual competition of athletic skill. Unlike in this card right. game, which is all just chance anyway, like there's no way you're going to be beating somebody by right. that much. <laughs> right. There's a In this card game, there's a limited number of goals, essentially, that you can score, cards that you can score as a goal, basically. Whereas in the fantasy world where Quidditch exists or, or, or whatnot, there's a, a, theoretically no limit at all to the number of goals you can score. So you could really go up by a lot on somebody right. and, and win without the golden snitch. I think there was like certain times in those books. I'm not really uh, just to be up front. Uh, I never read the books. Andrew, I think you did. I, <laughs> I have. I have read the books. But they were entertaining. I have read the books. I've seen the movie. I, I read the books probably more. I think the first one I read a few times. The rest of them I all read once. And the movies I've yeah, seen yeah. once. Movies but... were entertaining. It's a, it's a fun yeah. world or whatever. But the way I understand it is there are times when the matches go like really long. You know what I mean? And yes. you're, everybody's like scoring goals in the meantime while they're still trying to hunt down this golden snitch. And so things do like tally up you know what i mean and, it, and yeah. it does end up being like a lot of goals scored but like not in this game there's a there's <laughs> you can literally only score i think there's 20 goals you know what yeah. i mean there's like 18 quaffle cards and two like instant goal cards and so there's only 20 goals to be scored other than the golden snitch so so you gotta be pretty lucky to get 15 yeah almost imp- there's i mean i'm sure there's some sort of slight sliver of a chance that you could do it without getting the golden snitch but there's no way in, in heck you know what i mean i love in the directions too it says uh it is possible to win without the gold snitch but very difficult it's like it's not difficult yeah it's even just, in the it's just lucky or or maybe unlucky because you've played the game for now an hour and uh it's right. still going on yeah at that point yeah i mean uh, listen if we ever played this game that long i, I don't know man i i wouldn't i would be immediately jumping out my window of a, of a five-story <laughs> building at that point but and then instantly wishing that you had a broomstick to ride on. You'd be falling like, uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yep. I forgot my, <laughs> forgot my Nimbus 2000. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what I would be jumping out the uh, building for was to fly away on my Nimbus. And then I yes. just realize I don't have it. And uh, and boy, is there's egg on my face at that point. Yep. And I go, oh, that's... man, I, I really wanted to live after that game. But unfortunately, you know, uh, yeah, you forgot I don't your have Nimbus. my Nimbus. That's right. Uh, I guess the only other thing we didn't hey, mention you know what? Nimbus. was... Hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. This is important, Andrew. Okay. I just realized this now, I think, and okay. uh, this has to have come up before, but they named the brooms Nimbus in Harry Potter, but wasn't the cloud from Dragon Ball Z or whatever also Nimbus? Oh, see, now you're getting into territory where I am not familiar with Dragon Ball Z. I'm not, I'm not, you know, this is, this is not my home base either, but I'm pretty sure it was. I, I, I you know, well, I mean, we're that... already burying J.K. Rowling, um, you know, for all of her transgressions or whatever, but I, where's, the, I, the Dragon Ball crew better show up and bury her too for, for stealing the idea of <laughs> flying on the Nimbus. Cloud. Well, or Nimbus... maybe that's actually, honestly, maybe that's just like an old, <laughs> maybe that's an old folklore thing. It's got to be like a Greek word or something, or, or Latin. Nimbus, does that come from nimble? It's very nimble, right? That's what I always th- thought of it was. Like the, the broom is mm. nimble. It's a nimbus. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like from uh, mythology, like a certain cloud that flies Yeah, that's around. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Dragon Ball actually stole it from mythology or something like that. Who knows? Well, um, we're not going to look it up, so have fun with that one, people. But I think, but hey, listen. Yeah. 
yeah. it's clearly Dragon Ball got it perfect. So they yes. should have stopped there is what I'm trying right, to say. Right. They should have picked another cloud for these brooms. That was the pinnacle of the word Nimbus. So we needed to end it right there. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> I guess the only other thing that we didn't mention about this game was that there are a few little uh, cards that you can pick up, like little spells and stuff that can uh, yeah. you, you could throw down and be like, nope. Yeah, actually, you thought you won, but nope, I'm going to knock your guy off the broomstick or whatever. Right. Which in most games is kind of fun. It's like a surprise, like, oh, gotcha. Um, in this game, mm-hmm. it just it just makes the game go longer. And so I found them to be very annoying, even when I use them myself. Yeah, so. they're yeah very annoying. You almost don't want to use them, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, the game is literally trying to put down a card that is a higher number than the other person's card and then there are spells you can put down that uh, whisk that person away or whatever and so they yeah. don't so they don't actually win the matchup or whatever you know what i mean it's just kind of like all right well now we have to keep going then you know also by the way in actual quidditch that would be cheating you're not allowed to cast spells on people on the other team so right just uh, exactly like, like yet another just... thing where they fumbled the ball on the the licensing you know what <laughs> i mean f- yeah they fumbled the quaffle uh on that one for sure <laughs> Andrew, tell me how this monstrosity even got created in the old Frankenstein's lab. Do you know what what could possibly be the history of this? I can't wait to hear how this thing right. came about. <laughs> well, we mentioned 2001 by Mattel, right? Mattel, which you usually think of as like a toy company, maybe usually for younger Barbie kids. Barbie and stuff, yeah. Barbie, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, movie came out in 2000. So this is all they were selling off. They knew that the movie was coming out, so they're selling off all the licensing rights, and Mattel wins the rights to make toys um based on this what, franchise can you remind me i think this did this come out had there was there already three books out by this time or maybe uh, there's four books out by this time and then there was one movie out by this time so they were capitalizing on the movie mania? well they yes they made the uh game like they they got the rights the year before the movie came out like as they're making the movie they're getting everybody pumped uh, up. They're getting the merchandise ready. So the game was designed and printed before the movie premiered. Um, so it was kind of more just based okay. on the, just based on reading from the books. And so they coincided okay. the the release of the movie and all the toys and the games and stuff all came out at the same time because um, it was a big I deal. See. The first the first movie was a big deal um, because these books were so popular. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. There were yeah. there were three or four books out before the first movie came out for sure. Okay. But anyway, so this is, I thought this was kind of funny. It was it was originally only available in Warner Brothers Studio stores, which I had never heard of, and I had to look it up. What? They, they were they were Warner. This sounds familiar. This Warner sounds Brothers. familiar. This is like Disney stores, but for Warner Brothers. Exactly. Wow, this sounds so familiar, dude. In so malls. They, yeah, they released the the movie. So yeah, they were basically like Disney stores in malls. And they were only yes. they were only operating between 1991 and 2001. So they went they all went out of business like right after this movie came out. <laughs> after, I think this card game probably put them out of business. Dude, I am looking up Warner Brothers stores right now because this is such a blast of nostalgia for me. Yeah. I am just old enough for this to be just on the edge of your memory. So <laughs> many memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, I forgot about that. But then as soon as you see the pictures, it's like something sparks I in your brain. About uh, wow. So it was during the... And it was, they and it was exclusive to those stores. Yes, uh, at first. And then uh, I think the next year for the holiday season, they, you know, it was out in every Walmart and mm-hmm. Target and everything. But um, mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. these operating in the 90s, it was the place to get your um, your sweatshirts with Taz in jeans, you know, yes. popping out and uh, yes. Tweety Bird looking, you know, popping out of the back of the shirt. All those kind so of things. So good. So <laughs> good. That's where you want to go for that kind of... Uh, that kind of style. 
anyway, it took me a while to figure out because I, I was really determined to figure out who designed this game. I wanted to find out who it was. Um, I really yes, don't. Yes, dude. Sorry, I am. I am <laughs> deep in Google Images right now, and <laughs> I just saw. I just saw a big. Sylvester the cat on a wall here and a sign says show your character and I immediately was like oh yes that is <laughs> I have been here man and then there's like rows upon rows of shirts of Looney Tunes characters oh my lord dude what did you do to me <laughs> well here goes the rest of my night um, so anyway I'm picturing myself there I'm picturing myself um, searching hunting lining up 10-hour wait for the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game. Well, I have a feeling the Quidditch card game was really just an add-on, because it, it just came in a... It didn't even come in a box. It came in, like, a little kind of cardboard pouch uh, that mm-hmm. that had the hole in the top, so you could hang it on the little... Like, an action figure would hang on the, the thing in the store. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. So it was just a cheap little thing that would go next. The real thing that they were making money on was the action figures. Those are actually worth some money now. Yeah, the, the original and the line clothes. Of action figures. Um, well, yep. for sure, Harry Potter clothes and the and all the other. Th- this was like probably the the least sought after thing, and for good reason. It's not very good. Right. It's also very bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I it took me a while. I really wanted to figure out who designed this game. I don't want to put her on blast right now, but her name is Amanda Birkinshaw. I uh, had to go through several mm-hmm. websites to find. So, of course, I looked her up on LinkedIn. And um, she worked at Hasbro as a games designer in the 90s. Yeah. Then worked at Mattel as a games designer from 2000 to 2002. And then mm-hmm. quickly went back to Hasbro. So I got to think that this game might have had something to do with her leaving Mattel. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she was just trying to get... She's just trying to secure the bag, I'm sure. She, I no. mean, you know, I'm not... I mean, this was not very well designed, but I'm not going to throw it all on her because I'm sure she didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, she was probably just, <laughs> you know, no, going through emotions with this one. And I'll actually, because uh, I looked at her website, she now has her own company, so it's good for her. She, it's called Angel Pie. Oh. Angel, angelpie.co.uk. Um, so I guess cool. she is from, okay. from Britain. But she's selling her services as a consultant and designer for kids' games. If anybody's looking for that out there, she's... Um, she actually uh, has designed a lot of like branded games like this for different uh, different properties. Some versions of like okay. classics, like like Monopoly and Game of Life, but with like modern twists on them. Yeah. Um, like, well, I'll like, reserve my uh, I'll reserve my my judgment until I've played a a, a, cu- a couple more of her games or whatever. But right. for now, I'm just gonna say this was a miss, and uh, that's fine. Well, maybe she maybe she knew that, and she just was like, "Who cares?" You know. I, I mean? think she'll agree because on her website, she's clearly yeah. advertising some of her work with Hasbro, but um, she's definitely not advertising any of her Harry Potter work on there anywhere. So um, yeah, I yeah, gotta think. Yeah, she, yeah. She, okay. She realizes that it was kind of rushed. I'm sure there's a lot of corporate pressure, too, when there's a big movie like that coming out. It's like, come on, we just got to oh, yeah. crank out the games. Because we'll get into it later, but there were several other Harry Potter games and even other Quidditch games that were released at the same time, which also were mm-hmm. not so great. Not so great. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, who knows what it was like for her behind the scenes. That's actually, uh, I can't wait for the behind the scenes uh, Netflix documentary to come out <laughs> about the making of uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game, you know what I mean, where she... A lot of a lot of characters, a lot of Tiger King esque characters. Where yes. they're, uh, <laughs> they go to a talking head where she's like, "Well, uh, I mean, everything was going well until uh, Bond, Bond, uh, you know, Buckaroo Bill showed up, and then, <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> and they cut to some crazy, crazy guy." 
He's like, yeah, I haven't him. seen Harry Potter at all, but I knew we had to do the game of war with uh, the card game. War was my favorite game or whatever. She's like, yeah, <laughs> don't get me started on Bill. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It'll, it would be more like that. Uh, have you seen that documentary about the fire festival uh, where it's just showing how everything, uh... everything was rushed and, and did not come together? at all at the end i think that's how this would be it'd be like yeah we we tried well but... you know they were you know andrew actually i'm of the opinion they did their best and they kind of got framed <laughs> for that one and not <laughs> i'm like a, <laughs> I'm, like a, like a I'm, a fi- I'm a fire fest apologist uh, yeah. guy <laughs> um but that's it the the game has now faded into total obscurity until this podcast covered it and now it's going to be rocketing back up i'm sure we're we are instantly no, actually, we're not because we're trashing this game. I was going to say we're increasing the price on eBay, but now I think the price has gone down since this podcast released, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's about uh, 12 bucks on eBay, I checked. Um, inbox, I think, was 12 bucks. So Yeah. some I read a review where somebody mentioned it being like, somebody was like, it, definitely, definitely not worth the $55. And I was like, $55? What in the heck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... How did this man get fleeced? There's, oh, I, don't, I couldn't find. I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, maybe it's hard to find these days, but it's. I mean, I, I don't see anybody spending that kind of money on this. There might be even mint if you're ones, the dumbest person in the world. Yeah, there might be mint condition ones that are worth, you know, fifty bucks or whatever. But it's well, not. We're gonna get into it. But if you buy this game mint condition, thinking that it's gonna like, yeah, have like anything to do with the movies, you know what I mean, like you are going to be sorely mistaken uh <laughs> also well well i guess now is a good time because i was about to talk about the packaging of this and why that would be a problem if you tried to buy mint condition and play it uh so why don't we just go ahead and uh I- i've been dying to say it all night pete how about nice package nice package Yay, Andrew. Nice package indeed. Or is it nice? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's talk about the packaging, you know, things like the rule books, you know, all the physical parts of this game, really, and and, uh, see if it's worth all the fuss. (laughs) So first of all, we already mentioned it. It came in this little hanging package, uh, like a little pillow, kind of like you would get a like a, an action figure in or a deck of cards or, you know, like a deck of cards. Yeah, Pokemon but, card, booster pack or something like that, Magic the Gathering booster pack or something like that. It's 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 meant to be thrown away immediately. Like, well, that's, uh, unlike... That's the problem is to open it. Yeah, you have to destroy the package in order to open it, right? You have to. Oh, rip, yeah, I guess that's true. You have to rip it open. So if you buy this mint condition yeah. on eBay, you can't play it You know, if you want it to keep its value, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and it's just, uh, it's not meant to be stored in the box it comes in, basically. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, you know, like so you said, you're going to rip it open and then you're going to immediately be like, well, I can't even use this anymore. So now you need Super to. Super cheap. Now you have, now that's first demerit. You have to go out and get your own box to store these cards in or rubber bands or something like that. Um, right. Right. Because the box is in the trash Off now. to a bad start. Right. Yep. Do we want to talk about the rule book here, Pete? Because I think that's really why we're here. Is the, is yeah, the... let's talk about the rule book. Um, the rule book is is uh, kind of infamous among people who have played this game for yes. being just notoriously confusing. I would say, basically, <laughs> it, all all of the re- even the positive reviews for this game st- basically start with somebody being like, "Okay, well, so first of all, I don't, I didn't know how to play the game for a while because the <laughs> rule book is, ex- you know, what I mean, but I loved it. Like it, like they." <laughs> Even the even the people who love it are like, okay, so rule book aside. <laughs> yeah, right. It's on a piece of paper that's just folded up, and it's uh, 
just all black and white text. That's it. Right. There's one picture in it, which like shows you, I guess, like the initial setup of, you know, where everything should be. Other than that, there's no like a lot of a lot of instruction manuals these days will show you pictures of things in play. You know what I mean? And like and yes. like ha- scenarios playing out. And there is certainly not that here. And then the actual text in it is, you know, as people have pointed out, just not very clear. I mean, it's, it goes on to explain the game, and it kind of sets out all of these very specific rules, and uh, and it's a lot of like, if A, then B, and but if B, but if B point two, then C point two. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like it's um, it, it's like uh, if you're going for a quaffle, then a chaser beats a beater to get the goal, and beats a lower numbered chaser to get the goal, and beats a lower numbered keeper to get the goal, but doesn't get a higher numbered keeper. Uh, it doesn't beat a higher number keeper, though. In that case, the keeper doesn't score either. They just prevent the goal. But when it's two keepers played, then the higher number keeper does score a goal, and that's just quaffles. You know what I mean? Like uh, imagine the same thing like that. Like it just that's what that's what the rule book is basically it's just a lot of that it's like well if this then that but also then if this other thing then that and they do that for quaffles for bludger balls for snitches like they cover every scenario in that way i want to remind everybody that this is supposed to be a kid's game uh so i mean it's it's, it you're if you're making a kid's game the direction should be easy to understand i mean some games have complicated instructions like that which is fine because they're fun but this is right. Not... I was going to say this is honestly this should be right up my alley and back right, yours right. too, Andrew. It's like right, I love sure. a, I love a complicated rule book, honestly. But uh, not if it's for something that stinks. Also, there are just things that uh, kind of contradict themselves. Like for instance, it says like there can't be more than one quaffle out at a time. But it doesn't tell you what to do if you do pull out a second. Are you supposed to discard it? Are you supposed to put it right back in the pile? That one, honestly, Andrew, that one we talked about when we were playing this. But then I realized later by going back through this uh, maze-like instruction booklet that it does. There is a point at which it tells you uh, what to do with that. And we were playing that a little bit wrong. But it doesn't. It wasn't even that. It didn't matter, honestly. (laughs) Playing on the quaffles don't matter. Like we established, it's all about the snitch. Uh, Um, but there, but there, but you're exactly right. There definitely are times when, um, but it, it must've said that in a different when it section doesn't tell you because what to it, do. because it didn't say that in that section, right? It says it somewhere else in the, but that the point is, that yeah, I think it says it somewhere else, right? <laughs> it's all over the place. Um, it's just all over the place. It just is not very coherent. And, uh, and you have to, you have to be able to read it, um, like translate it essentially and, and, and keep a lot of juggle, a lot of balls like up in the air while you're reading it for it to really well, make sense. So that's, that's Quidditch, right? I mean, so I guess <laughs> Quidditch for you. There I guess are, actually, you know, maybe actually pretty good representation. Yeah. It of kind of, it kind of mirrors a Quidditch match, Quidditch match in, in that respect in, and yeah. that there's always uh there's always, you know, a, a, a bludger that you might get hit by a bludger, which is to say <laughs> a, a, an incomprehensible rule at any time. You know what I mean? You gotta, <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing the kids love more than being like, whoop, hold up, I gotta check the rule book on this one, and then the parents sitting around like for five minutes trying to figure <laughs> out what to do. By that time, the kid has run <laughs> off and stuck their finger in a socket or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, uh, Andrew, let's let's get into cards now too, because the oh, cards please. are equally disappointing. I'd say uh, a, 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 on the same level as the instruction booklet. Like the instruction book sh- booklet itself refers to four definition cards. Let's start there. They're <laughs> amongst... I love the definition cards. <laughs> what? This, is, this is probably my the favorite part cards, of the game. Yeah, they're they're they yeah they're the most entertaining part. The the game comes packaged with four definition cards, quote unquote, and 
the instruction booklet says that they, quote, describe the game of Quidditch as it's played in the Harry Potter books, not as it's played in Quidditch, the card game, and are not required to play the game. So why are they in there then? You know what I mean? Like, it's like (laughs) the instruction booklet is like, hey, we put some cards in here. They make sure that you don't like confuse them as like, being useful for this game like definitely don't like read them as like a part of this game like they're definitely not part of this game you know what I mean? it's just one more thing to confuse you is what it all is it's just it's just like they're throwing wrenches at you left and right it's wild you know what i mean uh and and then in the in the setup part of the instruction manual it, it says it again it says quote Remove the four definition cards. They're not used in gameplay. And it's like, come on, man. Make them well, look different at least. They look they on the back of them is exactly the same as right. any other card in the in the dang game. You know what I mean? Or 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 I don't know, do it differently, man. But so basically these four definition cards are I guess they're they're just saying here's what Quidditch is in the books, I guess basically. It's like like they're a little flavor text, basically. Yeah. But even they're incorrect, you know what I mean? Because on, on the on the definition cards, one of them says, uh, uh, or, or, or a couple of them refer to getting 10 points in the game of Quidditch if you get your quaffle through, quote, one of six hoops. It's like, hey, man, you can't just get 10 points for an own goal, you know what I mean? It's right, like you yeah. specifically are... You're specifically aiming for the three hoops on the other side of the field, just like any other, you know, organized sport where you're, you, you know what I mean, going across the field to score a goal, basically. So they're not even getting it right on the cards themselves. Oh, um, boy. I was thinking about this. I feel like this is, you, you know, you ever got a, a deck of regular cards and it comes with that one card that has like maybe a couple of games that you could play with them and it has like the copyright yeah. information on it and stuff. And usually you throw that one out. Right. I feel like somebody who made this game is just like, well, you always got to have that useless card in there that just has a bunch of words on it. I guess, what are we going to do with this one? I right. Guess we'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right I've played, <laughs> yeah yeah i've played war it's before like, they're like going it... down like a checklist for a board game they're like uh hmm okay so we're making a board game what do we uh wait we're gonna have those uh throwaway cards in there right yeah okay 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 you're gonna can somebody hey can somebody uh take care of the throwaway cards you know and uh Derek cheater's like okay fine i'll take care <laughs> of it you know I always loved playing War as a kid, uh, and there was always that one card that would pop up. You say, "Oh, whoops, whoops, gotta throw that one away." Sorry, that's not supposed to be in there. So, <laughs> right? Oh, sorry. This is this is the one that tells me how to play gin rummy. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are so those are four useless cards that come packaged uh, in this game that essentially give you directions for another game. Um, and then you get into the actual cards that you use in this game, and quite frankly, they stink too. They're very bad. Like I said, they're just uh, like so. There's a depiction of uh, a child on each one who is playing a role, whether they're a seeker or a beater or a chaser oh. in the game, um, and <laughs> uh, and then they just have they just all the chasers are the same picture, all the beaters are the same picture, all the seekers are the same picture, basically, and they just have a different number on them. So it's already you're it's the least interesting thing in the world. And then these pictures are very bad, Andrew. We <laughs> talked about how the a very nice uh, version of, like, kind of DIY artwork, you know, um, in uh, Lost Cities that I really enjoyed. Yes, and yeah. this is kind of like that, except that it's 
bizarro version of it where it's actually the artist is very bad you know what i mean like <laughs> and it's and it's flavorless these i think you brought this up andrew you you yeah. met, you talked about these kids specifically looking like they were from the cover of a scholastic children's book series right yes uh well when i was a kid if you read like boxcar children or uh, uh yeah anything like that i mean, even like even maybe some of the more uh recent like nancy drews or hardy boys things it's like or uh, encyclopedia brown maybe uh, i'm trying to think of other books yeah like that. you know where right. you just... they just have these like kids on them that have like really well-kempt hair and they look yeah. like they are an evolution of like an archie comic but even the archie comics are have a, so much more flavor than than this stuff i i, I shouldn't have even said archie comics because those things are are full of like personality these yeah. are just the most i don't know it, it looks like they're they're this fuzzy version of kids that you've that aren't just unreal that they are they're dead inside i don't know what to tell you they they are uh no personality you know what i mean and you know what that's all fine but my main problem is why are they wearing jeans they're wearing jeans (laughs) they're They're all wearing jeans all of them are wearing jeans they all have the same pair of jeans on This lightly, this light blue, you know, uh, pair it makes of no jeans. Sense. Well, you can tell that they they made this before the movies came out because I'm pretty sure in the movies they didn't wear jeans, yeah. and I I guess they never described what they're wearing under their robes in the books. I can't quite remember, but um, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't jeans. Uh, we couldn't get some athletic wear on these kids. It like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it's a good point. I mean, they didn't have the movies for reference, I guess. Now that I realize that, it it explains it a little bit more. But also, who is the crazy person that was like, oh, I know. I know what they look like. You know what I mean? And this is what they came up with. You know, (laughs) they're all wearing light blue jeans and they all have like white Adidas's on. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And then they just have a loose robe over themselves. It looks like a bathrobe, but the inside has like stars and moons on them. You know what I mean? It's just like... Ah, man, it, it looks like it's a very bad cereal uh, c- cover to like a cereal box or something like yes. that. You know what I mean? Uh, Couldn't get some sweatpants on these kids or anything. I mean, geez, Louise. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, or uh, even I don't know what you would put on these folks, but I'm not being paid to think about what you would put on these <laughs> kids. But, you know, chinos or uh, <laughs> I think something. in the I think in the movies, aren't they where because I guess they do wear the robes, but they're wearing kind of like. Something that looks like a rugby uniform underneath, almost. You know. Yeah, I think they're probably just wearing slacks. Maybe. Oh, oh, in the in the Quidditch portion. Yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they're wearing like, um, I don't know. Yeah, rugby type stuff or whatnot under there. They've got like padded, uh, sh- you know, sweaters and stuff like that sure. on and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeans. Get the jeans out of here. <laughs> so, like I like I said, there's 18 quaffle cards. There's two instant goal cards that when you flip them over, you just get the goal. So whatever. I don't even know why they put those in there. <laughs> so that means that there's 200 possible non snitch points so as we talked about andrew yeah with the way these cards are set up mathematically as soon as someone has three goals or or quaffles if they get the snitch no matter what they're gonna win you know what i mean like right. so as soon as as soon as your opponent or you and you have three goals it's like well now the goals don't matter at all because they, they don't matter at all you know what it's mean? just this it's just no matter the at all you know what yeah I mean? And to get three is pretty quick. I mean, it's pretty easy. Is yeah, you know. And and then the, this is one of my favorite parts of these cards, Andrew. The the quaffle card, <laughs> instead of saying how many points it's worth, like the instant goal card says, "Hey, you scored ten points or whatever." Uh, the quaffle card <laughs> says just says the size of a football. That's the flavor text on the quaffle card. Is it just says the size of a football? It's not. It's not the flavor text. It's the only text on the card. <laughs> the size of a football. 
there's so many things they could have written there that help you with the game and and they didn't then <laughs> right yep it's uh pretty it's that's great. I, I love the flavor text. Andrew, this is the most egregious thing about the cards, I think. The final thing I'll say about the cards is, and we touched about this earlier, and really this is about the game in general. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we said, these are just kids in jeans, white Adidas's, uh, goofy-looking, soulless children wearing uh, loose bathrobes, basically, yes. uh, flying around on, on broomsticks. There's no real reference to any characters in the entire <laughs> series in here. There's two, there's one and a half references, I'll tell you. Okay. The Seeker, the Seeker cards on the Gryffindor side are distinctly Harry Potter. You know, round glasses, blah, blah, blah. It, doesn't, bolt or it doesn't say Harry Potter, though. I mean, but it doesn't ha- say Harry Potter. He on has the, card, the round glasses. Which it should right. say, obviously. It so obviously should say, hey, this is Harry Potter, you love this guy. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't, but it's very clearly the way he looks. You know what I mean? How he's described in a book. So it's like, that one is the only real reference. There is a Jinx card, like a spell card or whatever, that has, you know, and whether this was on purpose or not, I actually don't know. Now that you, now that I know that it came out, you know, before the movie screened, it looks like Alan Rickman as Snape, but and he's like pointing at somebody you know what i mean it it Uh really does look like that character from the films with the haircut and the black all black and everything like that except that on the card the character's face is all green the skin is green (laughs) on this character so i don't know if that's from the books but like it's certainly not from the movies you know what i mean it's like so it's like how did you you got so close to having snape on this thing without and you you know what i mean and you still and you fell at the one yard line you know what i mean you made his skin green you know you almost and those scored are the, the only you almost scored the quaffle but you didn't yeah so that's why I say there's one and a half actual references to the book in here, uh, Andrew. There's nothing else. There's no Hermione. There's no Ron. There's no Draco Malfoy. The seeker of the uh, the Slytherin team is not even Draco Malfoy, even though by that uh, point, after four books being out, you know that that's what they're going for or whatever. You know what I mean? You know they're trying to set them up as I, I guess um, arch enemies or whatever. The only thing I could say with that, well, I. Well, I'll say something to defend that and then immediately shut it down. Uh, You know, Ron and Hermione didn't play on the team. Ron might have played later in one of the later books. I think Ron... I think I yeah. saw like a, a gif of Ron as like a keeper or something like that. Yeah, I think point, in the but, in the uh, later when he was older he played because uh, because okay. a first a first year had never or hadn't played on the team in like forever. Um, Harry Potter in that uh, book. Malfoy, I, I think that was the second or third book when he became the seeker, like as Harry's arch nemesis. No, well, I because I looked it up because I was like, I wonder why they didn't include him. But I when I looked it up, it said it was that first book. It said it was Sorcerer's Stone that they talk about uh, his dad bribing them or whatever. Uh, maybe that maybe. <gasps> Oh, maybe it long, was but. maybe it was in the second. Ha- I know because right away he was the only one. Uh, well, now, now we got the mm. Harry Potter people all fired up about this. Oh yeah, let's let's do like we usually do, Pete. Let's not look it up and forget about this. Let's uh, not look it up. <laughs> I also don't care. Honestly, I don't <laughs> right. care. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I could say there were other plenty of other characters they could have put in there, like the the two Weasley they could, twins and just put them in. Who cares? You know, like, why wouldn't you just put Hagrid in there? I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, just have have there be a card that's just just called, like, Hagrid Farts or something like that. And it's like a spell or something like that. And it and it knocks somebody off their broom or, or whatever. Like, it, like, why would you not? If you put down the money. Listen, it's not cheap, I'm sure, to get the Harry Potter license. Oh, even no. At this time. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, this is costing millions and millions. In a million years, why would you pay for that license? And then 
the only mention of Harry Potter is in the title of the game, you know what I mean? And then there's <laughs> no other character in the game. The entire game, you don't put another recognizable character in it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's insane. They put Quaffle in there. They put the word Quaffle in there. They put the word uh, Golden Snitch in there. It's like, you didn't want to... Hey, you didn't want to put in anything that people like from this series in here, you know what I mean? Like Hermione <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Ron or whatnot, uh, Neville or whatever. Just put them in there somewhere, you know what I mean? Certainly, like you said, they, like you mentioned, you didn't, they didn't even put the name Harry Potter on the Harry Potter card. Why didn't they do that? You know, <laughs> you, you could have gone deep and had the actual because in the book, they name all the players on the teams. You know, they know they, at yeah. least Gryffindor, you know, the whole team. Just put them on there. Right. You know? It's like it's like I guess I forgive you for not knowing like the likenesses of the actors like and what they're sure. going to look like in the final film or something like that. Okay, I'd forgive you there, but at least you have four books worth of information of <laughs> names of beloved characters by this point. <laughs> put them in there. Draw them however you want, but put their names in there, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a real mess up. <laughs> this is like <laughs> listen, the game's the game's bad, Andrew. Yeah. But the biggest mess up is that they didn't even do Harry Potter right. Like they didn't even <laughs> cash in on the on Harry Potter. It's just like it's, right. it's one thing to make a bad licensed game. It's like that happens all the time. Right. But it put to not like even put the effort into you know having what they, the actual source material in the game is like beyond the pale for me. If you had changed the words like quaffle and snitch and stuff like that, you could have easily just made this like you know, uh, wizard soccer and like just, yeah. you know, not paid for the license because <laughs> you yeah, didn't. This is right. This is, <laughs> this is one centimeter from being like a knockoff, uh, <laughs> right. Quidditch game. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> and they could have saved probably like millions of dollars by just making a knockoff novelty Quidditch game. You know what I mean? And oh. use the same cards. Jeez Louise. <laughs> you know? Jeez Louise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, Andrew, that's how we feel about the packaging, but why don't we go ahead and um, see what other folks feel about this game uh, while we uh, review on this. Review on this. Yeah, review on this. Um, I know everybody's getting tired of hearing our raving review about this game by this point. All you Harry, I know all the Harry Potter fans tuned in. Fin oh, finally, these guys are doing a Harry Potter episode. Let me tune in on it. They're, they're long gone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. Well, because as we're going to, I think as we're going to see, I, I do think that Harry Potter folks um, are are kind of, some of them are kind of blind to this game being very bad just because oh, they boy. like everything that has Harry Potter on it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, sorry, Harry so, Potter <laughs> So uh, you, it's like, listen, if you're still with us at this point, Harry Potter fans, we like you. We like Harry yes. Potter enough. We're, we're uh, you know, we um, obviously we've changed our minds about J.K. Rowling at this point, but um, <laughs> we, we're down with you. You know what I mean? No, Harry Potter's all good. It's fun. The movies, books, they're all great. But this game, you must oh. abandon this game. <laughs> yeah, it's not canon. It's not part of the Harry Potter canon. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> now, some of the this person uh, bailed on the game. I think they gave it a two out of five stars. They said. Okay. If you want to design your very own Harry Potter Quidditch card game, then this inexpensive deck has potential. Hmm. And then they later say, We kept thinking that a fun game is possible. We just don't have the inclination at the moment to design one. We gave up. 
Hmm, Andrew, um, I'm sorry, did Mattel write this review? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we gave they, up. They're basically saying, they're saying, hey, you know, some of these cards have potential if you want to, like, make up your own game, essentially, uh, but certainly don't play this game that they gave you, you know what I mean? And, and honestly, we don't want to put forth the effort of making this game good, so it just, right. this has to be the creators of this game. Um, <laughs> they're apologizing, they're apologizing, yeah. Andrew, this one uh, gave it a 5 out of 10, and they said, this this just stinks, especially the scoring system. Might be okay with some rules tweaking, but who's going to bother? Uh, hello. I think they've hit on it, Andrew. This is how the game was created. Again, we're getting right to the creation of this game. Mattel, uh, the game creator, they, they said they put some rules down on the page, and then they, they went to go do something else, and somebody else at the company looked over, and they are like, oh, that's interesting. We might, need to, we might need to tweak this. Might need some rules tweaking. And the designer was like, yeah, but, you know, who's going to bother? You know what I mean? <laughs> Just get it out. The movie's coming out. They'll buy Just it. Just get it out. Is, yeah, does yeah. it say Harry We're, Potter on the front? Okay, great. They're going to buy yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> this person gave it a three out of five. So they're, you know, they're, they're liking it. Um, they said, while I enjoyed seeing a, a little bit of Quidditch in real life, and then it, and, and, in uh, brackets it says, in case you didn't know, it's the fictional game created by author slash literary mastermind J.K. Rowling in bracket. And it says, I don't think it's really worth the work. It is, uh, like, imagine being um, a person who picks this game up, Andrew, and they see that it's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch Card Game, and then they go, hmm, I wonder if this has anything to do with uh, Harry Potter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, I love that this person felt like they needed to jump in and be like, hey, by the way, in case you don't know, this is actually from uh, Harry Potter, which is a very popular work of fiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> Andrew, this person, they gave it a perfect five out of five. They said, the rules are horribly written. I cannot understate that. It took me a day of reading the rules without understanding them, a day of not looking at them, and then a final read of the rules before I finally got it. Now I understand the rules. My six-year-old daughter and I are having the time of our life in this quick-paced game that truly does have the feel of Quidditch. <laughs> Andrew. That was five out so, of five? Andrew, let me get this straight. Andrew, this person had to read the rules for an entire day, according to them. And then they took a day off, Andrew, you know, relax, you know, maybe like uh, turn all the lights off, you know. Let, it's, and, let uh, it sink into their subconscious a bit. Drink right? some wine or something, right. yeah. And then they read the rules again, and then they got them, okay? So, listen, I know we talked about how these, these rules are very poorly worded, but yes, this person is taking it a little to the extreme, Andrew. Mm -hmm. They obviously have no reading comprehension, is what I would say. <laughs> and honestly, they should have let their six-year-old read it for them. They would have had, they probably would have gotten the rules better if the six-year-old took charge, is what it sounds like to me. Well, I'm just surprised that they gave it such a good review after all that. It's like, yeah, the, the rule book was way too confusing, but I love it. <laughs> exactly. I know, I know. <laughs> Andrew, this person loved it. They gave it a 5 out of 5 as well. Perfect score. Wow. It's just so great, they say. So are all the HP game, trivia, Quidditch board game, everything. It's so great. Okay. <laughs> this is the kind of person I was talking about, Andrew. This is They're showing their hand here. Yeah. They're essentially admitting that anything branded Harry Potter is just great, and there's no questions asked. You know what I mean? Or else you're going to be excommunicated. Yeah, this person has not played the game. I'm calling it right now. They they just, they're go, they're finding everything right. Harry Potter and just leaving as many good reviews as possible. Right, they're just part of um, the the blind Harry Potter gang. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, a, it's a Dumbledore's army 
they're they're the Harry Potter gatekeepers. These yeah. people, you know what I mean? It's like we're we're not talking about the uh, the blue collar Harry Potter fans. You know what I mean? Who yes. uh, who are subjective about things? We're talking about the ones that are they're gonna excommunicate you. You know, a fate worse than death. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of Star Wars fans. You know what I mean? Uh, because uh. Star Wars fans like they're trying to hate things more than the other person you know what i mean like they yes. they want to hate everything basically <laughs> right but like harry potter fans want to are like they want to love everything you know what i mean that's, right. that's harry potter related you know what i mean and I, honestly oh. i can't figure out which is more toxic Andrew. right you know i gotta I mean? say like that's <laughs> not i guess that's not a bad stand i don't know well but when something is objectively no, bad like this i mean you gotta call a spade yeah a spade. it's i mean you know the, these are of of course the the crazy uh fans of of each set of series you know what i mean right um luckily they've tuned out yeah, they've they've already thrown their uh, iPods uh, into the garbage disposal at this point. <laughs> their iPods from a uh, year two thousand. <laughs> they're, they're Harry Potter uh, iPods that they got at the at the Warner Brothers store. At the uh, Warner for... <laughs> Brothers store, yeah, that only plays the Harry Potter soundtrack. That's it. You can't actually upload anything else into it. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good soundtrack. That original by John Williams. I mean, you can't go wrong with John Williams. Hey, That's well, it. what can we say about John Williams? Talk about somebody you know hitting home runs left and right you know beautiful song andrew this person gave it a nine out of ten they said really great collectible card game hmm andrew first of all no it's not second of all (laughs) no it's not (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say about that (laughs) it is not really great and it is not a collectible card game so goodbye um that's all we want to hear from that person this person andrew this person gave it a perfect five out of five they said (laughs) this is kind of a long one so stick 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 in this with me. I love this one. I think you're going to love this one, too. Perfect five out of five. This is the most entertaining game to come down the pike since you discover Pokemon cards. Harry Potter, the king of all kids. All all caps, by the way. (laughs) Harry... all caps. Harry Potter, the king of all kids, is in the form of card playing. Should I add that this is the original in-your-face game, the best ever? Forget Pokemon. Put down any other game. It catches all senses. Stunning. It's extraordinarily funny. Raucous. This game takes no prisoners. Your kid will love it. Because there is something refreshing about playing with nothing to be offended by and a lot to gain. Very entertaining. <laughs> That's it, Andrew. Now, what a ride that was. Should be on the. Wow. Uh, the Hold speaking on, of to... Warner Brothers, that should be a Six Flags ride. Know what I mean? Ooh, that I, need review. A cig- I need a cigarette after that one. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm just kidding, kids. Don't smoke. About... I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> right, smoking's bad for you. So but is this game, Andrew? We talked about, yeah, very much so. Does this game give you cancer? It comes with a Surgeon Surgeon General's warning on the back. Surgeon General's warning on the back, yeah. (laughs) It's about the size of a uh, a pack of cigarettes, too. Yeah, good point. Andrew, this person's wild, huh? Wow. We talked about, you know, kind of like fans being kind of like blind loyalty, and this is the, the, the... general i don't know who's the top of the military or whatever you know this this is this is certainly the uh the emperor of those people or whatever like they are they are caping for harry potter big time here with this uh, with this review this is just like uh oh boy i'm gonna get this a little bit wrong because i'm not a super harry potter fan but this is kind of like when uh when professor umbridge you know has all that propaganda in the in the newspaper and uh, says how great everything's going at uh, hogwarts when really she's like torturing the kids (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, that's kind of like that, isn't it? You know it? what I'm saying? It's the Ministry of Magic yeah. uh, propaganda, just fake news coming out. It's like they're just like, oh, everything's great. This this game is fantastic. It's beautiful. It, uh, meanwhile, all yep, the kids yep. Are- and you and. Every single thing about it's fake. Honestly, Andrew, I don't think there's a single true sentence in this review, Andrew. <laughs> anyway, those are a bunch of reviews, Andrew. Oh, well, hold on. Uh, is there a knock on your your big old door there, Andrew? Oh, my uh, my castle door, my Hogwarts uh, castle door. Let me just go ahead and uh, get an ogre to open up the giant door here. <laughs> I'll just walk Crawl. by all of the uh, moving paintings and open this door. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, the, the security gargoyles didn't pick up the... Oh, because it's our good friend, Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. That's right. It's time that we get a visit from Dr. Fraser Crane and count down the top 10 phrases you'd hear somebody say while playing this game. Number 10. I love Harry Potter. All right, this looks fun. Oh, oh, wait. I can immediately tell this is not good. Number 9. Officer, if you're going to arrest me, just bring me to the precinct. Number 8. Oh, here's a sentence I never thought I'd say. When will the snitch please appear? Number 7. Uh, officer, why am I here? This is just a room with a card game on a table. Number 6. Okay, so these wizard kids can't even put on some athletic pants for this athletic activity? Come on! Number five. Officer, I'm looking through these cards, and I want out. Number four. Oh, sure, I'll play. Um, can I be a Ravenclaw? I really want to be Raven. That's my favorite. Oh, well, how about, uh, how about Hufflepuff? No, oh, screw this game. Number three. Officer! Let me out now! Number two. Okay, kids, I'm so sorry that Harry Potter is now ruined for you all. Uh, Let's go read Percy Jackson instead. Number one. President Barack Obama on trial today for war crimes after leaked documents showed he forced political prisoners to play Harry Potter in the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch the card game. Chess break. Oh, it's a chess break. And this is probably uh, the chess break that I think most fans of anything have been looking forward to uh, the most because it's a break from talking about that game. It's You know what? Instead of calling it, for the rest of this podcast, instead of calling it uh, Harry Potter Quidditch card game, we should call it uh, the... Oh, I'm sorry, Andrew. You did get the name of the game wrong. I'll go ahead and uh, correct you there. It, it is, in fact, uh, the full title is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch card game. Right. But that, instead of that, we should call it... Uh, the What is it from the books? Uh, the Game That Shall Not Be Named? Oh, The Game you That know? Shall Not Be Named. I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, or You Know Who, you know? You know what? <laughs> yes. What we should call it. We should call it. You know what? That's what they all call <laughs> that person that yeah, I'm not going to we'll name. The bad game, but uh, let's get into a good game here, okay, Andrew, and chess. talk about uh, what your move is going to be in the game of chess that we have been playing for a while now. Okay, we've got this ongoing game of chess. It is my move. I'm playing as the black pieces here, and um, thankfully, it's not uh, Gryffindor or Slytherin. So I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and make my move. I'm going to move one of my pawns up. And my pawn is moving up to space G5. That's right. What? Yes. I'm putting a little bit of pressure on your bishop there. Just a little pressure. Uh, That's a real Ravenclaw move. Yeah, that's right. You know me. I'm a Ravenclaw. Your online quiz uh, came in after that that chess move, and uh, 
<laughs> it said your Ravenclaw. <laughs> I took the BuzzFeed uh, <laughs> quiz. The BuzzFeed chess chess move quiz. Yeah, or yeah. Well, the BuzzFeed uh, Harry Potter uh, house quiz. And all it is is they just say, what would your chess move be in this scenario? Right. And then it immediately, it's just one question. And then it immediately just says, well, you're Ravenclaw then, Andrew. <laughs> well, good. I think Ravenclaws are supposed to be like smart and... Uh clever and stuff like that right the bookworms or something like that so um yeah i'll say uh yes now i'm in a good mood to talk to uh to an acquaintance oh you mean like in an acquaintance call-in acquaintance call in Okay, it's time for another acquaintance call-in here, and uh, yeah, this is the part of the show where we have an acquaintance call us, and uh, you know, somebody who most shows would call a friend of the show, but you know, for us that would that would just be disingenuous. So we're going to talk to an acquaintance, and uh, so Pete, which acquaintance are we talking to today here? Okay, Andrew. Well, on the line we've got Lewis Consoli from the Philadelphia Freedom Quidditch Club. Andrew, Lewis, thanks for joining the show, man. Really excited for this opportunity, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thrilled as well. Now, Lewis, before we get into uh, our talk, um, we do have to make sure for our audience who would go extremely rabid if they found out that we had a friend on the line. So I'm just going to confirm and verify (laughs) for them, our audience, you are not a friend of ours, right, Lewis? I can verify that I am merely an acquaintance. There we go. There we go. Okay, so they're they're all calm at home now. They're settling down. (laughs) So you are part of the Philadelphia Freedom Quidditch Club, and do you have a specific position on the team? Yeah, I mainly play chaser, but I've also played keeper and seeker before. Okay, cool. Very cool. For people who don't realize, um, you're not playing the Quidditch card game, right? I mean, you're you're playing a a real-life version of Quidditch. Uh, How how does that really work? Can you tell us a little bit about for people who might not know? Yeah, we're not playing the card game. We are out there on the field cleats, mouth guards, and all that jazz. Quidditch is a full-contact, all-gender sport that incorporates elements of dodgeball, rugby, some basketball and soccer, but the main two are the dodgeball and rugby. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, anybody can play, and you said it's full-contact, so uh, you know there's a lot of jostling and everything like that going on out there, I I would assume. So um, is there any any bloodshed? Uh. There is some injury. There's a lot of concussions in the sport. Whoa. Uh, the only protection we have, you can wear like soft pads and mouth guards, but helmets for the most part, mm-hmm. any kind of like hard padding is not allowed just to reduce injury of other players mm-hmm. during the hard hits, but there's a lot of concussions. I myself have split my shin yeah. open on a broom before. That's a fun one. Ooh. One of my captains was sent yeah, to the that's hospital rough. with a split shin because someone cleated him up, but... There is some wild injuries out there. Lewis, that might be why most people that we've seen playing Quidditch wear jeans. Um, so now, I guess one question I have <laughs> is, does everyone on the team wear the same uh, jeans? And, and is there like some sort of package deal that you get from a jean company for the, the <laughs> jeans that are part of your Quidditch uniform? It's actually funny you mention that. The first time I ever played Quidditch was after a job interview. I was coming back from it with a polo shirt and jeans and like flip flops. I didn't, I didn't oh, realize just how athletic and like demanding the sport would be. So I, the next practice, I came with my cleats and my shorts, and I was like, "This is not conducive." Okay, to so cleats. it's more common for people to be wearing cleats and shorts as opposed to the jeans. So maybe Andrew, maybe in this Ooh. card game. Everyone's wearing jeans on the cards what? because they just came from 
an interview or something like that, or, or they they didn't realize they're uh, like they didn't realize how physical it was going to be, and then uh, so they're they're new to it basically. Everybody on the cards, yeah, Lewis. In this in this game, uh, all of the wizards are wearing blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. white Adidas. So maybe I don't know if uh, you know. I didn't see any cleats on those, uh, Andrew. Uh, you can back me up here, but they look they look like smooth bottoms on these uh, on these Adidas they're wearing. When you're flying, who needs spikes? That's a good point, actually. So you guys are not spikes. you guys are not wi- wizards, is that right, Lewis? You guys are not wizards. You're not actually flying. You're not flying. You had to go to the real yeah. You had to go to the real hospital, yeah. not the uh, not the. The Ministry hospital. of Magic prevents us from flying in front of Muggles, but yeah, you do what you got to do. That makes sense. Oh, <laughs> in your face, Andrew! You got smacked down, baby. Oh. You should have known that, Andrew. Andrew's read the books. I have the excuse that I haven't. Speaking of the books, were you, Lewis, you, you really into the Harry Potter books, or is this more of like a sport attraction to the game? So I grew up reading the books for a little bit. Mostly, the, my parents took me to the movies when I was young. Got super into it took all the Pottermore tests. I admittedly have only yeah, read yeah, up to the right. third book, but I did watch all the movies religiously. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, the movies are really good. Um, what house would you be in, Lewis? I'm sure there's people at home just who are waiting for that question. They need to know. I am looking back at my wall at my <laughs> did banner. You take the BuzzFeed? I am a proud Hufflepuff. Whoa. Oh, wow. And so you would be very angry to learn, I would assume, Lewis, that Hufflepuff, not even represented in this card game, uh, Quidditch the card game. <laughs> I was reviewing the you rules. You can only be that. Gryffindor or Slytherin. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, it's real rough. It's just like everything with Harry Potter merch. I mean, Harry Potter merch is very Slytherin right. and Gryffindor-centric, so I'm looking for my house at the local Hot Topic or whatever. I'm like, where's the yellow? <laughs> Yeah, I hear that. Hot Topic, you know now, I mean? now you're speaking our language here. Hot well, topic. and the people, the employees at Hot Topic probably, too, are like, I hear you, my friend. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. people at Hot Topic are probably Ravenclaw, right? If you work at Hot Topic, you're probably Ravenclaw. You're probably a Ravenclaw. Yeah, the uh, the uh, Hufflepuffs hang out at Spencer's. You should probably check that out. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's right. Yo, Spencer's is pretty sick, though. <laughs> now, Lewis... What is someone's typical reaction when you tell them that you play Quidditch? Oftentimes they'll just ask how it works. They'll be like, oh, so you, do you guys fly? Yeah. And like, how does the snitch work? <laughs> right. And all that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. does the snitch work? Can we yeah. I was going to say, those are all the questions I... I have in front of me right now on my sheet. So I'm just like every, every <laughs> other, every other person in the world. Um, yeah. Wait, uh, the, the snitch. So. I watched a video on how it works. Is it true that it it is a person who has it attached to them? Like it's almost like a flag football type situation. They have something attached to them that the team has to rip off of them to like catch the golden snitch. That is true. Basically what it is, it's like a tennis ball in a sock that's Velcroed to the back of the snitch runner's Mm. shorts. As it so happens, I'm also on the USQ gameplay department for snitch coordination because I myself, I myself am a snitch runner. It's one of my favorite parts of the game. Okay, so the runner is the snitch because they're running around trying not to get caught? Yes, they act as a non-partial referee where they kind of have more freedom to do what Uh. they please. They don't have a broom. They're not bound by most of the rules. But what they can do is they can grapple with seekers, run away from seekers, any number of things to prevent the seekers from catching the snitch. True anarchy, yeah. Chaotic good, if you will. Um, Very much so. (laughs) Is it really difficult to catch the snit i'm just i just find it, it must be like do you ever get like a really slow snitch runner out there is just like a little bit out of shape you know i feel like these people have to be running around the whole time there is some variance in how seekers perform or sorry snitches how snitches perform and there's a tier system in usq yeah. that we're implementing this year as to like what the snitches experience level is how good they are at being 
evasive. So we have that we account for that variation. Yeah, because I feel like I would be I would be one of those guys who's like, ah, I'll be the snitch. That sounds like fun. And then like two minutes into it, I'm just like, ah, I'm bad at this. I'm very bad at this. You know what I mean? I'd be. <laughs> the game's over and everybody's mad at you. With that comes different styles yeah. of snitching too. There's some snitchers that like to run around the pitch, but myself, I'm pretend. I prefer to kind of stay in one spot and grapple with the seekers. Use one of them as kind of a meat shield for the other. Oh, a lot of I different like techniques in the snitch community. I see. So it's not you don't have to necessarily be someone who just runs real fast. You, I see. Yeah, hmm. there's a whole different uh, bunch of styles of snitching. In fact, in the older rule books, like rule books one, two, and three, you could like throw water balloons at, se- at seekers. You could like have a whole bunch of props, <laughs> climb trees and buildings and such. But nowadays. You have to stay on the pitch and abide by certain like player safety standards too. Yeah, and there's only each team only has one seeker. Is that true? Yes, each team only has one seeker, and that seeker is released at 18 minutes of gameplay. So there's some, oh. there, there's some time for the chasers and beaters and keepers to play on the quaffle and bludgers for a while, get points racked up, and then send the snitch out for the final part of the game. Okay, that really does help me figure it out because I, that was going to be one question I was going to have for you is like how often. Is it that the team that catches the golden snitch wins? Like, is it overwhelmingly the the catching of the golden snitch always decides it? Or are there times when the teams have scored enough goals that it could go, you know? Does a team win sometimes without catching the snitch, you feel like? Actually, yes. This is a really good question. During that last portion of the game where the snitch is out, it's called snitch on pitch. But what often happen is mm-hmm. during that play, <laughs> Love it. the snitch is worth 30 points in IRL Quidditch. Okay, as gotcha, opposed to the gotcha. 150 or okay. 100 or 50 or whatever ridiculous amount that it was in the book slash movies. Yeah, yeah. And slash this game as well. This and this game. game is like... I noticed that when I was reading through the rules. So I was like, this is book accurate for sure. Yeah, it's kind of lopsided <laughs> in this game. Yeah. But yeah, the snitches were 30 points in real life Quidditch and oftentimes they call it getting out of snitch range when you're trying to score to that 30 point differential and some teams if the game is okay. if the game is going on for a very long time like upwards of 40 or 50 minutes one team that is down may opt to catch the snitch to end the game because snitch catches can differentiate you in bracket play and like get you better seating in certain things but it's not uncommon to see a team win without catching the snitch if their point differential is high enough. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I ever asked you, Lewis. How many points is each quaffle goal? Each quaffle goal is worth 10, and the hoop that you score ten. through does okay. not matter. So they're three different heights, but the, each uh, hoop is worth 10 points. Okay. Well, it's funny that you bring up the hoops, Lewis, because I have a question for you. Do, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it make it uh, kind of hard to defend when a player can score on any of the six hoops on the field? I feel like that uh, is almost like makes it kind of tough strategically to try to be all over the field know what i mean the fact that any team can just kind of turn around and kind of score on their own hoops so interesting you say that so one team it's kind of like soccer where each team has a designated side of the field and they're trying to score on the opposing team's hoops so there's only three you could score from oh oh okay i'm confused because this game comes with um what they call definition cards quote unquote and uh they try to explain what quidditch is and the rules of quidditch Mm -hmm. and um they're very bad and they get it very wrong including they say that you can score on any of the six hoops on the field so i just wanted to make sure (laughs) that uh, (laughs) i had that i had that uh straight there both not book accurate and not irl accurate (laughs) yes very true well now we know hey um Lewis, have you ever seen the movie The Internship with Owen oh Wilson my and Vince gosh. Vaughn? Whenever I explain Quidditch, I say, "Have you ever seen the movie The Internship?" That is, that's wow. One of my and what do they say, Lewis? What do they say? 
Oh, man. They're like, is that really how it is? I'm like, it's changed a lot over the years. But early on, that's a that's an okay representation of how Quidditch used to be. Okay. Uh, okay. Lewis, do they say that they have seen the movie or know of it when you say, have you seen the internship? Because when Andrew brought it up, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this movie? You know what I mean? So <laughs> yep. I didn't know if that was just me or if that was the majority of the folks that you talked to. No, I actually saw it before I got into Quidditch and was like, there's no way this is real. And then I went to college and lo and behold, yeah. they had a team. Wow. I was thinking, where have I seen this game before? And it, that movie popped into my mind. It just kind of yep. stands out. That's like the only movie that I could think of that actually has Quidditch in it. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. Well, um, I mean, I can th- I could probably think of like one more, Andrew. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Harry Potter. He probably... <laughs> yeah. Oh, the well, yeah, that Harry one too. Potter yes, movie of franchise, that... you know? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I'm well. I'm talking about mobile Quidditch here. We're talking. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about. I'm not talking about real Wizards Quidditch. Now, Lewis, I have a question for you. I don't know if you remember this, but um, I think it was a Twitter <laughs> account for Harry Potter, kind of famously retconned that uh, the Wizards at Hogwarts. Back in the day, used to just go to the bathroom where where they stood, and then they would just make the waste disappear using magic instead of using plumbing. I don't know. Do you remember when that became a thing and the internet was like, what is this? Why are you telling us I this? I can't recall that, actually. That's hilarious. Oh, That's, was, interesting. Twi- yeah, it was account? one of those. Uh, I think it was like the official Twitter account, I think, for, <laughs> oh for Harry God. Potter. It wasn't Rowling. It was like Harry Potter itself. It was like one of the facts they were releasing. But uh, And may- maybe they thought it seemed normal, but the rest of the world was said, like, hold up. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> and so I guess my question it's is, Lewis, how sure. does that fit? into muggle quidditch you know what i mean are you allowed to just go to the bathroom right there on the field definitely not that would be a safety hazard a health hazard and is (laughs) not considered a snitch spectacle i see i see okay okay i figured that might be the case but you never know you know i didn't know how you know how what kind of purists you guys were about the original work that being said (laughs) we ask the important question pre-practice poop or pre-game poop is always an important part of the routine Mm -hmm, oh very mm -hmm. good yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I, you know, that's another thing missing from this card game is, you know what I mean? You could all the card where like you take a you take a pregame, you know, bathroom uh, <laughs> one or two. You know what I mean? You roll a dice to figure out whether you go one or two. You know what I mean? And it helps your performance. Right, one or two. Yet another missed opportunity on the part of this uh, this game. You know, could have added a dice mechanic. Didn't want to. They couldn't get it together. You know. So Lewis, other than what we've talked about so far, are there? Any big differences between the game that, that J.K. Rowling made up in the books and, and the way that you play it in real life? Obviously, you don't fly. You're not wearing the blue jeans. Um, you're not <laughs> right. going to the bathroom Very right on the ground. But uh, is there anything else that we should uh, know as a, like a big difference? Um, Big difference is going to be the snitch point value, I'd say. Um, there's only yeah. two bludgers in the movie and book version, but in the real life version, there is three. And how do the bludgers... Um, how are they handled so much like this card game as well the beaters are the only player that can play on that bludger card or ball okay there's three dodgeballs in the in real life version but there are four uh-huh. beaters so four beaters total so there's constantly a fight for control over which team has two bludgers which is a really cool part of this game because the team that has bludger control oh can often be more offensive has a better chance of stopping an offensive drive things like that I found it interesting that in the rules of this card game, the third bludger, if it's drawn on the pitch, must be discarded. When in real life Quidditch, there's always three bludgers in play. Yeah, for some reason the card game does not want to have that 
you know, a lot of bludgers flying around, quite frankly. Uh, but it sounds like in the real life game that the more the merrier. Oh, absolutely. Back in rulebook one, you could hold three bludgers at one time in the early one days. person could one, have per- three? one person could hold all three bludgers at one time. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> and if you what you throw them at people and it knocks them out, I think I, I, I had read. Yeah. Is that true? So what happens is with the bludger, you get, if you get hit with a bludger, you have to dismount your broom, drop whatever ball you have in your hand get out of play, tag back up Hmm. at your team's hoops to get back into play. Ah, okay. So it can really create kind of like a power play situation almost. Absolutely, yeah. This actually sounds pretty... I might get into this. This sounds pretty cool. Um, It's very cool. Where where can... If if somebody like me wanted to maybe uh, join a team or even just go watch a game or something like that, uh, where can we find out more information about about this sport? Absolutely. USQ has an awesome website that we have been... Actually, as part of the USQ team, we've been working tirelessly to try and make this website more efficient and more fun and more user-friendly. But there, I believe, is a Teams tab under the USQ website where you can look, and there's like little pin drops in every team's location. So you can can look up your area and find out which team is closest to you. If you are a college athlete, there are plenty of opportunities for you. Most schools do have a team. And if not, there are plenty of community teams out there that are not associated with uh, colleges. That's awesome, Lewis. What is the URL again for uh, USQ? It's going to be no spaces, no caps, usquidditch.org. Quidditch is spelled Q-U-I-D-D-I-T-C-H. USQuidditch.org. If you want to just forward slash teams, you can find the teams map that I was referring to. You can locate a team cool. closest to you. I'm looking at this map right now, Lewis, and there are tons of these these pins on here. Do you guys travel around and play these other teams? Is that how this works? Absolutely. So the furthest that I personally have traveled wow. for a play is Texas. Nationals in 2019 Whoa. was in Texas. And Round Rock. That's awesome. Very cool. Yep. The, each different color on the map designates your region, if you can find that. Uh, there's like the Mid-Atlantic region, uh, Northeast, sa- uh, South. So I know that Philadelphia and our team plays mostly in the Mid-Atlantic region. We have our regionals in the Mid-Atlantic. But I have traveled to Georgia for a tournament uh, back in the early parts of 2020 before COVID hit. And then yeah. we have, uh, yeah, Texas is the furthest that I've traveled, though. But I'm sure, I think a team came from Twin Cities to come down to Georgia for us. People will go a long way to travel for this sport. Now, you guys, um, I'm, I'm peeling back the uh, the curtain a little bit for the audience here. We're recording this a little bit earlier than it's releasing. But are you guys planning to have a, uh, have a season this year in 2021? It is still pretty up in the air. I know that I'm not directly involved with coordination yeah. and stuff. As a registered nurse, I don't see it happening too far in yeah. the future. But, like, maybe 2022. Yeah, because it'll always be there for another year. Absolutely, yeah. It depends on vaccine rollout and such. Depends on testing for yep. athletes. Because as we've seen in professional sports, you get players out left and right yeah. from COVID. They come back in a week or two yeah. later. So it gets kind of messy with a sport that doesn't have a lot of funding. Yeah, yep. Things like that. I'm right there with you. Here's your problem. You just need to break into Gringotts and uh, get some gold, and then uh, you'll be you'll be all set. <laughs> get those. You're right. I mean, I'll bring it up to the next USQ board meeting for sure about Gringotts. <laughs> yes, perfect, please perfect. do. Tell them. Uh, tell them Andrew's idea is this. You know, <laughs> we should break into Gringotts. <laughs> we need we need some of that magical hospital stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes, right. yes. <laughs> well, uh, Andrew Lewis. I don't know. I think you might both agree with me that it sounds like in every single way imaginable, real life Quidditch is 
leaps and bounds better than this godforsaken card game that we're covering here. True? <laughs> That's right. I would have to agree with that statement. I haven't even been to a game yet, but uh, I'm already... Uh, just after playing this game, I would love to come see a game because it sounds way, way better. There are actually this, plenty so. of videos you can look up, too. Oh, excellent. Oh, you mean videos that don't involve uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson? All right, I'll check it out. Oh, darn it. I wish they were involved. No, in he's just talking about clips. Uh, they've actually cut the movie The Internship <laughs> up into multiple clips on YouTube. Those are the clips he's <laughs> Right, that's <laughs> all it is, yeah. <laughs> Lewis, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us for this. It's uh, been extremely eye-opening to 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 look in at uh, at real life Quidditch and uh, take our mind off of this game for a little bit. Happy I can help you guys. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. That's been Lewis Consoli. Lewis, thanks, brother. See ya. See ya. Let's get back to one of the worst games we've played. Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch, the card game, as we ask each Please, other... The, the game that shall not be named, okay? Let's let's call it that. Ah, please. yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Tom Thumb or whatever the heck... Uh, Tom Riddle. Voldemort's. Tom Riddle, the Riddle Master uh, yes. uh, of games, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Tom Riddle, what an interesting... We don't have time to get into that, but what <laughs> the heck? You know well, what I mean? it's, like, it's like an anagram for I am Voldemort, I think. I'm just showing my nerd card there. Interesting. You, you rearrange the words and it's the What? No, there's no V in Tom Riddle. Uh, he has a middle name, I think, that nobody says. That's like Tom. No, there's v- not enough letters. Tom- oh, oh, he's oh, he's got a middle name that nobody he's, says. He's got oh, a middle name. I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting. Again, yeah. I'm not here to take a dookie on Harry Potter necessarily, but oh. uh, interesting, I'd say. I am Anyway, Voldemort. Andrew. Uh, it doesn't have two Let's... D's. No, okay. <laughs> the Harry Potter yeah, people are There's loving already this. Too many... <laughs> There's, it does. It is. It does rearrange into something else. Okay. Or whatever it is. Okay. Well, we'll have to decode that later. But for now, one thing we will decode. We got to ask ourselves, Andrew. Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, everybody's uh, really uh, waiting on the answer to this question. Uh, should two people play this game? I know they. I know they're a little confused after our uh, our wishy washy. Right. They're like, are they? Responses. They're like, are Andrew and Pete gonna give this uh, in the nineties? Is it gonna be like a ninety-eight? <laughs> Is it gonna be like a ninety-five? Where is this gonna land? Right? Where is this gonna land? So I'll go first here. Sure. From zero to a hundred percent, Andrew. Of course, you know. Um, sure. Yeah, tell me uh, how sure you are that two people should play this game. Boy, I was very close to giving this game my first ever zero percent rating. But I will give it one. I will give this game officially a one percent that two people should play wow. this game. One percent only the because. 1%? Yeah, you the the one percent. Yeah, this is ju- this is just as bad as the actual one percent, Andrew. That's a good <laughs> that's point. Right. I'm glad that's that you right. made the comparison. Yeah, and the fact that probably some one percenter made a ton of money off of this horrible game is uh, even oh, more depressing. Absolutely. So I will say that uh, the one percent comes from. Uh, you know, you could have some fun making fun of the game, I guess. Or yeah. if you're just, if you're, you are so blindly into Harry Potter that you just want to have it, then go for it. But, uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. 
So 1%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you didn't go with zero. I have gone with zero a couple of times before. Yes, uh, yes. I'm not going to go with zero again, Andrew. I'm going to go 5% with this What? Game. Um, no, come on. Yeah, wow. I can't believe I'm above you on this one. Um, no. I mean, I don't like this game, Andrew. I hate this game, in fact. This one eats a whole chunk of dirt. Um, oh, and oh, uh, But... I, I, I would rather play it than Battleship and no. Four personally. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. come oh yeah, now I think I... so, but not not much more. You know, can I amend my score on Battleship? I want to give Battleship a much higher score now that you say. <laughs> That's just <insulting>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's retcon that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Too this, late. This game is way worse than Battleship. People do not listen to Pete. Oh, you might be right about that. You might oh, be right about that. No, geez. no, no, no. Battleship's very bad, my friend. And Connect Four is very bad too. So those are going to stay no, at Connect zero for me. This way... one's going to get five percent for me. No, Connect Four is way better than Battleship and this game combined. I mean, uh, nah. whoa. Well, fair enough. We have to take strategy. this off air, Andrew. No <laughs> way. You, you, uh, so you're going to cut this part out now. <laughs> now people love people. This is why people tune into. No, no, news. no. This is staying in. This is what. This is, yeah, this is what they come for. This is see, why people you know, tune the, into the tension, to, the drama. You know. Yeah, they they tune into Fox News and CNN to see all the talking heads yelling at each other. That's what we're giving them right now. It's it's that. That's what we're giving them right this now. This is the cable news of to can play that game. <laughs> Yeah, this one is this one sucks, Andrew. This one yeah. eats dirt. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the five percent. Um, wow! Wow! Uh, everything about this is bad. You know, you just you, you're waiting for the snitch to appear, and everything else feels useless. And then it's a crapshoot whether you're gonna uh, be prepared for the snitch to appear when it actually does. So why, why is this? Why it's is a this, waste of time. Why is this better than than Connect Four? I mean, what? Um, I mean, it's got a little bit more personality than Connect Four and Battleship. I guess you know what it is. Probably, it's that human connection. The fact that there's as bad as they are, the fact that there are drawings of humans on them. I think that's always going to get a bump over uh, a very bad game that has none of that. Know what I mean? Because I am a, I am an evolved ape. (laughs) And I don't know if you know that study with the monkeys, but this is like that study with the monkeys with the wire mom or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, to me, uh, Connect Four and Battleship is like the wire mom. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, okay. um, and then And then this Harry Potter game is that at least they put some fur on it, some fake right. fur on the wire mom. You know what I mean? And so I'm I'm cozying up to the nipple of this uh, this right. game a little bit more. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's where the 5% comes from. A very primal, uh, a very primal connection to seeing fellow humans, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't care about seeing humans at all. Uh, I could never see another right. human in my life, and I'd be fine mm-hmm. playing, playing Battleship well, we've covered, Connect 4. Well, we've covered your Android background, yeah. Right. <laughs> if I never had to play this game again, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> It'd be so, too soon. <laughs> let's, wow, so we've already talked about how this is this is a controversial opinion here with Battleship and Connect 4, but let's see where does it actually fall on our leaderboard. Leaderboard. All right, we're tuning into the leaderboard, and we're going to give you the average score. I gave it 5%. Andrew, you gave it 1%. That means this game is officially on the bottom of our list with a final score of 3% sure that two people should play this game. We averaged out our scores and came up with 3%. So 3% -hmm. sure. I think that that is appropriate. A little too high for my likes, but it, it is 
worse than Battleship, which Battleship got us 10%. Listen, I'm fine with uh, I'm fine with with this one being on the bottom. Uh, you know, I yeah. respect your opinion. I'm actually a very um, you know, uh, sensible person and uh, who uh, appreciates our friendship. So I'm going to be fine with it. You uh, you have a problem? You know, <laughs> just like turn it flipping it back on you and you're like <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? This is our. This has been a, a real downer of a show, but we should uh, mention this is our twentieth episode. We should celebrate. Hey, here. happy, happy twenty episode. Happy twentieth, Andrew. We, we're uh, almost. We probably should have done a, a game that we like, but we didn't. So. <laughs> we're almost old enough to uh, to drink uh, butterbeer or whatever. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. Do you want to go through uh, the leaderboard? Is there an age? Uh, were those kids drinking butterbeer, or they? Did well, they ever I, address like whether they uh, had I, to be a certain age or something? Well, you had to be a certain age to go on like the little field trip to the uh, Hogsmead, the town where they got butterbeer. Oh. But I, th- I think that butter. Hmm. Well, it is Europe, is so kid- kids are drinking young in Europe, I guess. What was it about the town that they had to be like over eighteen for, or whatever? Like, well, not over eighteen. Just it's just, like, it's yeah. just that they couldn't be like the first year. Or t- I think it was like third year or fourth year oh. that they could go there. Um, Why? Oh well. I guess What's like they didn't about? have enough chaperones, yeah. and so they wanted it as like senior privilege kind of thing. Oh, oh, it wasn't about the town; it was just about they just wanted to. Well, and also they going. could. Okay. I, I think they could run a little more freely around, like go to the different stores without people watching. It's like going, you know, it's like they trust the kids not to get lost. I guess I don't know. I guess weird. But no butterbeer. I always took it as butterbeer was more like root beer, you know, where it's it's okay. It's not alcohol. Beer, I got you. I think I don't know. All the kids are drinking it, so who knows? And they never seem to okay. be. They never seem to be, uh, you know, getting intoxicated or anything. So. Throwing up in like uh, the bathroom <laughs> or whatever. And yeah, that's the deleted. On the... That's the deleted chapter of that. The... <laughs> so, in honor of our twentieth episode here, why do you say we go through this list? We need to be cheered up by some better games here. Let's talk. Let's go through the list okay. for any for anybody who hasn't been to our website yet. Our our Tumblr at two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com, Our top twenty. So, starting at number twenty at the bottom, the game that shall not be named. Number nineteen, sure. Battleship, at ten percent, right, which is worse. Should <laughs> be on the bottom, the, but go nope. ahead. <laughs> uh, guess who? And then Connect uh-huh. fo- Connect Four at twenty five. So Connect Four is even better than Guess Who, according to us. I like that. Mm, interesting. Uh, you got Twixt coming in above that. That's where the big divide is. Twixt is in the above fifty percent, so we're good on that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. And number fifteen, Onitama. Uh, mm-hmm. Above that, Backgammon, Mancala chess at only 65 percent again with that one's a little lower than we thought yeah we kind of messed that up probably but yeah yeah whatever we're sticking to it because we don't change our minds who cares speaking <laughs> of minds number 11 is mastermind and then now we're talking yeah now we're, this is putting you in a good mood right oh now we're getting good here yeah the top 10 number 10 is hive uh followed Ooh. by lost cities number eight yeah yeah Catan card game number mm-hmm. seven jaipur yeah number six raptor Number five, uh, Pete's tingling here. Number five, Stratego. Bingo, baby. Now, I know you think that should be higher, but whatever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Number number four, Patchwork. Remember that? That was so long ago. Yes, very good. Number three, Android Netrunner. Ooh, baby. Number two, Star Wars Empire vs. Rebellion. Infinitely Mm -hmm. better than than this game. And finally, number Mm -hmm. one on the leaderboard, at a 95% is the game of Go. Yes, 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 Andrew. Now that has that literally brought a smile to my face. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Thinking about all thinking about all those great games with Go on top. Yeah. Hey, that gets me wondering uh, are we cool? Are we
Cool? Yeah, after playing this game, Andrew, are we still cool? That's the question. How many points did our friendship go up, go down, and by how many friendship points? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to say that we went down one point, Andrew. Uh, this is the kind of game that you can bond over how bad it is, like we talked about, which makes you think, hey, it's we're doing good. You know what I mean? We're we're yep. we're talk we're just shooting out jokes about how much we don't like this game, yada yada yada. But in the end, I did really waste my time, you know, playing this, <laughs> yeah. Andrew. So yeah. that did that that it, it did kind of leave me in a sour mood. Like when you walk away from something like this, you're not you're not dancing. You know what I mean? You're no. like Ugh, you know you're you're uh, you know you're shaking your head. So uh, I would say yeah, I, I would say we went down by one point. All right, for me, uh, I'm going to say much like when, um, you know, Ron gets caught cheating on a on an exam, I'm going to say 10 <laughs> points from Gryffindor here. Uh, minus, <laughs> minus 10 on this. Uh, wow. Only because, like I said, this game, unlike any other game, I just wanted it to be over as quick as possible. I didn't yeah. care. I was like, get me out of here. I don't want to be around my friend right now. This, this is just yeah. making me hate everything that is the biggest uh, drop off in friendship points i think we've ever had in the yeah. history of this podcast so far andrew so wow negative we, 11 are we not cool we are not cool now i guess um well yeah, yeah but we'll figure it out we'll figure it out by next episode okay good i'll good. send we'll you see. i'll send you a bunt cake or something like that i'll send you i'll send oh. you a uh, what do they call those things edible uh, arrangement I'll edible, send you arra- an edible oh, arrangement right 25 points to gryffindor all right plus 25 points that's right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> You get a positive point for every berry in there, Andrew. Yeah, that's right. What a bad game, but uh, what a great show, right? Everybody loved that one. That was a that was a good one. <laughs> I, that, the reviews oh, are I already see. You're just gonna in. you're gonna you're gonna cut the reviews off at the pass that, here and just tell everybody that they enjoyed it. That's, yeah, a, that's you, a good strategy. I'm, it, much like in Men in Black, I'm just gonna wipe their memory and say you did enjoy that show. That was a that was an yep. enjoyable episode of To Can Play That Game. Uh, so we know that you're gonna. <laughs> We know that you're going to tune in next time, people, right? Oh, of course, unless you get another friend and you can't tune in. Oh, yeah. In that case, you should really be tuning into Three Sheets to the Win, huh. which is where everyone is belligerently drunk when they review the board game, basically to the point that they're not even making words most of the time. No, I mean, they're just going blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's not great podcasting, but. It's not the best podcast in the world. Yeah. It's better than playing this game. I'll say that. So go, go check them out. That's probably true. Yeah, if you have the choice of either playing this game or listening to that podcast, you know what I mean? Or something at their Patreon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?